You are listening to the Wisdom for All of Life podcast. I'm Brandon Neely, and this is a part of my teaching ministry at Christ Church of Acadiana in southwest Louisiana. Each weekday, we go through one of the verses in the wisdom literature of Scripture and apply it to our lives. Today, we are in Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. Ecclesiastes 4, verses 7 and 8. Let me read it for us. Again, I saw vanity under the sun. One person who has no other, either son or brother, yet there is no end to all of his toil, and his eyes are never satisfied with riches, so that he never asks, For whom am I toiling and depriving myself of pleasure? This also is vanity and an unhappy business. How sad. How sad is this quintessential workaholic, the miserable miser, the scrooge, the lonely Sabbath breaker. Notice in the text here that his loneliness is connected to the endless toil of his life. His eyes are never satisfied. He works tirelessly, endlessly. He doesn't take a break. He doesn't participate in Sabbath. He doesn't have the bread of life and is always hungry for more, more, more. And he thinks if he just works a little bit more, he can have more. But it never satisfies him. He can't stop working. He can't be fulfilled. All of his neighbors are monetized and utilized. And in the end, he has no one. They begin to feel that his entire purpose in life is his work and his money and his gain and they just don't find that friendly. He may be rich, and he probably is rich, but he suffers the greatest poverty of all, loneliness. He has no other, says Solomon, no brother, no friend, no son, no family, no one. As a result, his work is antisocial and unneighborly, It's not for the purpose of the community or for the church or for the family or for the good of others. It's for himself and fulfilling that empty void that will never be filled. He never stops to ask, for whom am I working so hard and depriving myself of the normal pleasures in life? I have no family, no church, no community, and he never stops to even think about it. As Solomon says, this is vanity. It's futile. It's a waste. It's a mist. It's like chasing after the wind. And it's an unhappy business. It really is an unhappy business, an unhappy life. His business and his life and his business dealings and all of the dealings in his life are literally unhappy. He's unhappy. And he makes those he's around unhappy as well. The isolation, the lack of satisfaction combined together to create a self-centered, selfish laborer with no greater cause than self, the empty, bottomless pit of the hungry self. No greater mission does he have than self-service, no accomplishment at all other than vanity, a wasted life, a rat running the rat race. What a pity, what a shame, what a lonely pity. And God forbid that any of us end up like this. God forbid that any of us turn out like this. Now, to that end, how might we avoid turning out like this guy? You know, he didn't wake up one morning and become this lonely, miserable miser in an evening. No, this took time. 
this built up over the years and over the days. How might we avoid this? By the grace of God, by the Spirit in us, by Jesus alive and with us, guiding and shepherding us, of course. But how does God give us grace? How does the Spirit guide us? How does Jesus shepherd us? Primarily, here it is, Jesus shepherds us and keeps us from this path of the lonely workaholic. He shepherds us through the Word, through the Word of God. And right here, we have a huge bit of grace to protect us. Jesus wants to protect us this morning to shepherd us with his pastoral crook, the crook of a question in the Word of God. It's right here in the text. Here it is. For whom do you toil and sacrifice? That's the question that can overturn the tables of this lonely, wasted life. For whom do you toil and sacrifice? One cannot be a wise worker. One cannot lead a wise life. One cannot um, have a happy and abundant life and is doomed to unhappiness, misery, and loneliness, unless they ask this question of themselves, for whom am I working? For whom am I sacrificing? What's my mission, my purpose? What's the point of it all? What's the vision for my toil? In other words, if you long to lead a meaningful life, you must develop a strategic lifestyle, a lifestyle which is intentionally designed for the good of others, for the good of your family, your church, and your community. A strategic lifestyle that connects work and sacrifice to the needs of others. A strategic lifestyle that recognizes that your gifts and your resources and your talent are gifts from God, and then also recognizes the needs that God has placed in proximity to us. And then using those gifts given to us by God serves, works, and fulfills those particular needs. Like a key that unlocks a door, your work and your toil finds its purpose when it uses its gifts, its talents, and its resources for the good of others. Your gifts and your talent and your resources and your life is a key that unlocks a door. God has given you a unique calling, and you must fulfill it. You must toil for that and for those people if you are going to avoid this lonely, miserable, miser path. God has good deeds prepared beforehand for us to walk in, says the Apostle Paul in his letter to the Ephesians. God has gifts given to us for the edification of the other. So let's ask this question before it's too late. Who is our family? Who are they? What do they look like? What are their names? Who is our church? We are not God. We are not infinite. We cannot meet the needs of the universal church. We cannot meet the needs of quote-unquote ambiguous family. No, we have a family that we've been put in. We have a church that God has put us in. Individuals within that church and families within that church. And we have a town. Who is that for you? Ask that question and start living that wise life today. That is the way Jesus Christ will shepherd you away away from this miserable, lonely, wasteful vanity of an existence. I'm Pastor Brandon, and this has been another episode of the Wisdom for All of Life podcast. If this has been a blessing for you, would you share it on social media? Who knows who else might need this word of encouragement today? But before we go, remember this. If the Lord has called you to it, to find that need, and to connect your gifts 
and your passions and your time and your resources to those particular needs in your church, in your family, and in your town, if God has called you to that, He's going to equip you for it. He'll protect you in the midst of it, and He will bless you along the way. Have a great day.